Shalom to all. Today's office moment, Staff Yud Zion. We are starting 13 lines from the top, the third to last word on the line. And today's office sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Mars Miriam Zara, Basra Yaakov Maisha, Hernish Shama Shadav and Aliyah, and Lili Nishmas, Mars Rifko, Basra Meir Zev, Hernish Shama Shadav and Aliyah. Now we're discussing the issue of marrying people from Tarmoid because the non Jews from that area married Jewish women and had Mamzerim. Therefore, many of the Tarmoidians were Mamzerim. Problem is that unsuspecting Yidin would marry Garam from Tarmoid, creating real Yichos issues in the Yiddish Shevelt. To that effect, the Gemara says, Yasra of Yasra Achar, Rav Kahana, Rav Yasra was sitting behind Rav Kahana, Yasra of Kahana, Kamed Rav Yud, Rav Kahana was sitting in front of Rav Yud, of Yasra Kamar, he was sitting and saying, Asidin Yisrael, the Avdi Yayma Tavaki Harvi Tarmoid, Kla Yisrael is going to make a Yantif when Tarmoid is destroyed, because now there's not going to be any Psulim marrying it to Kla Yisrael. As the Gemara of Achar, it was destroyed already. The Gemara answers, No, he Talmud Havai, that's Talmud, not Tarmoid. Ravashi, Yom Ravashi says, Hainu Tarmoid, Hainu Talmud. Tarmoid and Talmud are the same place. Echbuli Hude Michbol. It doubles itself or reproduces itself. What does that mean? Harv Mehagisa, Isa Mehagisa. If it's destroyed on this side, then they rebuild that side. Vicharv Mehagisa, Isa Mehagisa. If it's destroyed on that side, then they rebuild it on this side. Only when Tarmid is completely destroyed, that's going to be cause for celebration. And more about Psulim and Yichos. Yasra of Hamnuna Kamedu Ula, Rav Hamnuna sitting in front of Ula, Vakavoy Bishmaitza, and he was asking him many good questions. Amar Ula commented, Ma Gavru, Ma Gavra. What a guy, what a guy. Meaning he's asking so many good questions. He loved Arpanya, but say, if only he didn't come from Arpanya. Arpanya was a place that had many Psulim and Yichos, and he was trying to say, we can't marry into Rav Hamnuna's family because he has a Psul in his Yichos. So Ixaf Ula saw that Rav Nuna was embarrassed. Amr he asked him, When you pay your head tax, who do you pay it to? Amr Rav Nuna answered, Nara, I pay it to the government of Fum Nara. Amr he said, In Cain of Som, we Pum Nara at, you're from Pum Nara, and you're not from Harpanya. Now we ask my Harpanya, what's the understanding of this name Harpanya? Amr Rav says, Har It's a mountain where anyone who has a Psul Nichos, they turn to there because they can't find the Shidduch anywhere else, so they have to go to Harpanya. But Masisatana was taught in the Brisa, Kosha in Makam Shpachtiv Shiftai, anyone that doesn't know which family or Shavit he comes from, Nifnil Sham, he turns over there to get a shidduch because he knows over there they have psulim and yichos, so that's the only place he get a shidduch from. And Amar Rava he says, "Vehi amukam shoel harpanya is deeper than Gehenim." Shneimer says in the pasuk, "Miyat shoel apodem mimaves agalim." I'm going to redeem them from shoel and I'm going to take them out of maves. This is referring to someone who gets sent to Gehenim. Eventually he's going to be taken out. Ve'ilu psul did who last lohu takanta? But the psul of people in harpanya they have a psul of yichos. Their mamzerim there is no way to fix them up. Mamzeris gets passed from one generation to another. And the Gemara continues describing this psul of harpanya mishum psul de meishon. The people of harpanya they were possible because they married the psulim of Meshon. And psulim of Meshon, Mishum psulim the Tarmoid. The psulim of Meshon came from the psulim of Tarmoid. Psulim the Tarmoid, Mishum Avdei Shlomai. As we had said previously, the psulim of Tarmoid, they came from the Avadim of Shlomai, the non-Jewish servants of Shlomai married Jewish women and created these psulim. And behind the Inchi, that's what people say, Kaba Rabba Vakaba Zuta, a large measure or small measure, which is referring to a small psulim in Yichos or a large psulim in Yichos, Megandar Azul Shael, either which way it's going to roll into Gehenim, Umi Shael Tarmoid, from Gehenim it goes to Tarmoid, Umi Tarmoid Lameshon, from Tarmoid it goes to Meshon, Umi Meshon Larpanya. Finishing the first parak of we should be zechah to finish the entire masechah together, and of course, all of Shas together. And the second parak begins discussing the last case we had in the first Mishnah of the previous parak, the last of the fifteen women, which was Aishas Achim Shloyabaylamai. And that case was if a new brother was born after one of the brothers died without children, that new brother is not allowed to do yibum because at the time the mitzvah of yibum kicked in, he wasn't alive. Which means this new brother has the isra of Aishas Ach because this woman, this Yivama, was his brother's wife, and he never got the head. Or Vibim to remove that Isser. It's kind of like pass and go, but not collecting $200. He has the Isser of Eshes Ach, but he never had the Heter of Yibam. Now, this is relevant not only to the woman herself, but to the Tsara as well. What's the case of the Tsara? Ruven and Shimon were brothers. Ruven died without children. Then Levi was born. Shimon did Yibam, and then Shimon died without children. Not only is Levi also to Ruven's former wife, but he's also also to the Tsara, Shimon's other wife. And that's what the Mishnah says. Case at Eshes Ach of What's the case of Eshes Ach of that the Tsara is Potter? Two brothers, Ruven and Shimon. And one of them died, and then a brother is born. Then the second brother.
brother Shimon. He was Miyabim, his brother's wife, Umais, and then Shimon died without children. The first woman, meaning Eshes Ruvain, she's going to go free without Yibmur Chalitza because she's Eshes Achiv And the second one, meaning Shimon's wife, she's also going to go free without Yibmur Chalitza because she's the Tsara of Eshes Achiv Shimon only did Mimer to Ruvain's wife, but he didn't do real Yibum. Umais, and then Shimon died without children. That second wife, Shimon's original wife, she needs to have Chalitza, but not Yibum. We've already learned that Mimer is quasi Kiddushin that the Yavim could do, which connects him more than before to the Yavama, but they still need to live together to complete the Yibum. What the Mishnah just told us is if Shimon did Mimer to Ruvain's wife, but not Yibum, and then Shimon dies without children, Levi needs to do Chalitza to Shimon's wife, because to some extent, Shimon never really married Ruvain's wife. Therefore, Shimon's wife isn't considered Tsar's erva and can't just go free with nothing. However, Levi is not allowed to be Miyabim Shimon's wife, because Shimon did do Mimer to Ruvain's wife, which is somewhat of a marriage, making Shimon's wife somewhat of a Tsar's erva, requiring Chalitza, but no Yibum. Now, the Gemara begins by explaining how to read the Mishnah with a different girsa instead of the Mishnah saying this other girsa reads the exact opposite and the Gemara tells us that both of those girsas are okay the one that has the girsa like we have it as Rishayna is going to go free because of he doesn't have the wrong girsa and even the one that has the girsa as Shnia is going to go free because of he also doesn't have the wrong girsa the one that has the gears like we have it as Rishayna, he doesn't have the wrong gears because my Rishayna, who's Rishayna referring to? Rishayna Lenefila. She's the first one that fell to Yibam. Ruven's wife is being called Rishayna because she's the first one that fell to Yibam. And Amadatani Shnia, the one that calls Ruven's wife Shnia, that's also not a wrong gears because my Shnia, why are we calling her Shnia? Shnia Lenisuin, she was the second one that Shimon married. Shimon first married his original wife, and then when Ruven died, he married Ruven's wife. So Ruven's wife is being called Shnia because she is Shimon's second wife. The Gemara asks, why are you calling her Shnia? Mila asking into Yavim Vachachachanas. Can't we also be talking about a case where Shimon first did Yibum to Ruven's wife and then he married a different woman? In that case, Ruven's wife wouldn't be Shnia, she would be Rishayna. She would be Shimon's first wife. The Gemara says, You're right. Elamai Shnia, why are we calling Ruven's wife Shnia? Shnia bin Isuin, it's the second time that she was married. First she was married to Ruven, and now she's married to Shimon. And now the Gemara asks, Eshes Achav Shalai Bailamai, Hechak Siva, where is it written in the Torah that there's an Isser of Eshes Achav Shalai Bailamai? Amrav Yudam Arav, Amrakar, the Pasuk tells us, Kieshu Achim Yachtav, when brothers live together, one of them dies without children, so his brother has a mitzvah of Yibam. What do we learn from here? They have to have one dwelling in the world. It has to be that they lived in the world together at the same time. This is excluding Levi never lived at the same time that Ruvain did. Therefore, they're not considered Yeshvu that they had a yeshiva together in this world. And now we just continue Dashin the Yachtav, what does that mean together? They have to be miyuche. They have to be together that they get the same nachla, the same inheritance. And what relevance does that have? That excludes if Ruvain and Shimon are brothers from the same mother, but not from the same father. Since the inheritance, the nachla, passes through the father, we say that there's only mitzvah of Yibam if they share the same father. But if they share the same mother and not the same father, there is no mitzvah of Yibam. Now, Rabbi Amr, he says, the fact that they have to be brothers with the same father, they have to be paternal brothers and not maternal brothers, that's learned from Gzair Shava, from the sons of Yaakov. It says over here by Yibam, and when the brothers met Yasin Mitzrayim, they told him, we are 12 brothers. Just like over there, the brothers share the same father, but not the same mother. So too, Yibam is only when they share the same father, not the same mother. Ask the Gemara, once we're using Gzair Shava, Vlelef Achva Achva Marias, why don't we learn Gzair Shava from Arias? It says in the Pasuk of Arias that you're not allowed to marry your brother's wife. And over there, the Isra of marrying your brother's wife is even if it's your brother from your mother and not from your father. So perhaps Yibam should also be to a brother from the same mother.
mother and not from the same father. The Gemara says, no, Don Achim Achim Vein Don Achim Achicha. We're going to learn Xer Shav of Achim Achim and not Xer Shav of Achim Achicha. Both the Psukim of Yibom and of the brothers of Yosef use the word Achim, whereas the Psukim of Arias uses the word Achicha and not Achim. The Gemara asks, my Nafkamina, what does it make a difference? I'll turn to Baby Shmuel, we have a brass from the Baby Shmuel, Rabbi Shmuel. It says in the Psukim, Vishav Hakainu Bakain, and the Kain returned, and the Kain came, Zui Shiva, Zui Bia, and we say that returning and coming is the same thing, and we can have Xer Shava from the word if it means the same thing, even though it sounds different, it's a different word. The Gemara answers, that's only when we don't have a word to be able to compare it to, except for these words that mean the same thing, but aren't the same word itself. But if we have a word which is exactly comparable, and then we're going to learn it from the word which is exactly the same, and not from a slightly different word that means the same thing. The Gemara asks, why don't we learn from light? It says in the Pasuk by light, we are men who are brothers. Light and Avram Avinu are being called brothers, even though they're uncle and nephew. So why don't we say the mitzvah Yibam exists even by uncle and nephew? So the more answer is, it's more logical to say that we learn it from the Yaakov Mishum de Mufni because that word Achim is extra. Because it should have said in the Pasuk, We are your twelve servants, the sons of our father. But Uksev Achim, instead, it also throws in the word Achim. It must be that this word Achim is extra, and we use that for the Gzair Shava. So now we just had two different drushes teaching us the same exact thing that Yibam is only by brothers of the same father. The Gemara now tells us, We need to have both of these drushes. Because Rahman Achim, if we only had the Josh of Achim, Havamina, I would think Leif Achva Achimilite, I will learn Achva from Light, and that there would even be Yibum between uncles and nephews. And Mikitim Loy Mufni, if you're gonna say that that word of Achim by light is an extra, so it can't be used for a Joshua, La'aye in truth, Afnui Mufni it is extra. But the Havali Mikhtav, because it should have said in the Pasuk Rayim, it should have said that we are Nashim Rayim, we are men who are colleagues, we're friends. But Uksiv instead it says Achim that we are men who are brothers. Afnui, it must be that word Achim by light is extra. So therefore, Kazrahmani Yachtov, that's why the Pasuk says Yachtov to teach us that Yibum only happens if they have the same nachla, if they have the same father, meaning they're going to inherit the same person. And because Rachman Yachtov, if we only had the Pasuk of Yachtov, Havamina, I would think them Yachtov, Abba, Ubi, Ima, that they have to have the same father and mother to be eligible for Yibam. So that's why we have the Pasuk of Achim from the brothers of Yaakov teaches they only have to have the same father and not the same mother. Now, I think Marjus Hassan's last point that we made, where would you come to think to say that Yibam would only be if they share the same father and mother? Yibam benachla talarachmana. The Torah clearly said that Yibam is only when they share the same nachla when they come from the same father. And the inheritance comes from the father and not from the mother. So why would you think that they would have to share the same mother also? So the answer is, we still need it. I would have thought, since the whole concept of Yibam in the first place is a Chiddush, to commissary Erva Gabe, because he's being allowed to marry Erva, we know that a person is not allowed to marry his brother's wife. Yibam tells us that when his brother dies without children, he is allowed to marry this Erva of his. So the whole thing is such a Chiddush in the first place. I might say that these brothers have to be connected. They have to have the same father and mother. That's why we have the Pesach of Achim to tell us that no, they only have to have the same father and not the same mother. Now with this next Gemara, we begin a big sugya called Zika. Do we say Yesh Zika or Ein Zika? What's Zika? So as we've learned previously, basic Zika is the bond, the connection that the Yavim and Yavama have, which requires either Yibam or Chalitza. Before one of these happens, the Yavama is not allowed to marry anyone else because she's bound through Zika to the Yavam. However, that's the most standard, basic type of Zika, which everyone agrees to because it's Dairaisa. The Machlekes over here of Yesh Zika or Ein Zika is something different. The question is, is this Zika between the Yavim and Yavama considered like a real marriage to some extent? Perhaps Zika means that the Yavim and Yavama are considered to be in the state 
age of erosin, which binds them together in a much more significant way halachically, and there will be many halachic ramifications if we say yesh zika. The Gemara begins this discussion by bringing a memra, Amrav Huna Amrav, Shemeris Yavim Shemesa. If the Shemeris Yavim died, who's a Shemeris Yavim? Literally, this is the one waiting for the Yavim. Reuven died without children. His wife is the Shemeris Yavim. She's waiting for the Yavim. She's waiting for Shemin. And she dies while she's waiting for either Yibim or Chalitza to happen. Mother Be'ima, the Yavim, is allowed to marry her mother. So that's a member from Rav Huna Amarav. The Gemara tells us, Amakasavar, Ein Zika. We see from here that Rav Huna Amarav holds Ein Zika. From the fact that Shimon is allowed to marry the Shemer's Yavim's mother after the Shemer's Yavim died, it must be that there's no Zika between him and her because if there was Zika, it would be considered like they were engaged. And if someone's engaged to someone else and that person dies, he's not allowed to marry his fiance's mother. So from the fact that he's allowed to marry the Shemer's Yavim's mother, it must be Ein Zika. The Gemara asks, Valema, why didn't Rav Huna Amarav just simply state, Halacha, Ein Zika? The Halacha is like the one that says, Ein Zika. Why tell us this case? And from there, we'll be able to thumb and say, Oh, it must be that he holds Ein Zika. Just tell us straight out, Amrav Huna Amarav, Halacha, Ein Zika. The Gemara answers, Yeah, Amar Hachi, if he would have said it like that, if he would have said straight out, Ein Zika, Havamina, I would think, Hanimili betray, that we would only say Ein Zika when there's two brothers waiting for Yibam. There's a Shimon and a Levi. And since there's two brothers, we would say Ein Zika. But if there's only one brother, if there's only Shimon in the picture, Yesh Zika, I might say Yesh Zika. So the Gemara says, Okay, fine. Vulema Halacha Gedever Aimer Ein Zika Afil Bechad. So why wouldn't we just state explicitly that the Halacha is like the Manda Amr that says Ein Zika, even if there's only one brother? The Gemara says, Yamar Hachi, if we would have said that, Havamina, I would have thought, Afil Mechayim, that there's no Zika, even if the Shemer Yavim is still alive. Kamashman, the is La Achar Misa in. After Misa, after the Shemer Yavim dies, we say Ein Zika, and then he's allowed to marry the Shemer Yavim's mother. But Mechayim Lai, if the Shemer Yavim is still alive, we wouldn't allow him to marry her mother. Misham to Asulavatal Mitzis Yavamin, because Asur to nullify the whole mitzvah of Yibam. If we're going to say that Ein Zika applies even when the Shemeres Yavim is alive, and that Shimon would be allowed to marry the Shemeres Yavim's mother, so then he's avoiding the entire mitzvah of Yibam and Chalitz in the first place, and we can't allow that to happen. Therefore, Ein Zika would only apply after the Shemeres Yavim dies and not beforehand. That's why we can't be so straight and say the halacha is Ein Zika. Now we're going to try to bring a raya against this, and we're going to try to prove that Yesh Zika. Tanan, the Mishnah later on says, Yivim Shemesa, if his Yavama died, Mutter Bachaisa, he's allowed to marry her sister. What do we learn from here? Bachaisa in He's only allowed to marry his Yivama's sister, but he's not allowed to marry his Yivama's mother. We see from here the Yesh Zika, from the fact that after his Yivama died, he's not allowed to marry the mother, it must be Yesh Zika. The Gemara says, not a raya hua din dafilo be'ima. It's very possible that we can say from the Mishnah that he is allowed to marry the mother, and that really ain't Zika. And Vayantan Resha, since the beginning that Mishnah had said, Ishtai Shemesa, if his wife died, Mother Bachaisa, he's allowed to marry her sister. And in that case, Bachaisa in aval be'ima loy, he's only allowed to marry his wife's sister after his wife died, but he's not allowed to marry his wife's mother, the Havaloi Surdairaisa, because he always has an Isra Dairaisa to marry his mother-in-law even after his wife dies, Tananami Seifa Mutter Bachaisa. Therefore, the Seifa also says he's allowed to marry the sister of his Yivama after she dies, but really he also could technically marry the mother because we would say Ein Zika. So there's no Raya from that Mishnah. And now we're discussing Mahad Amr that holds Yesh Zika. Reviewed Amr, he says, Shemer Yavim Shemesa, if the Shemer Yavim died, Asr Be'ima, Shemin is not allowed to marry her mother. Amal Kasavar, we see that he holds Yesh Zika, that there is Zika, and that's why he's not allowed to marry the mother. The Gemara asks, Vilayim Amr Yesh Zika, why didn't he just simply say that the Halach is like the Mahad Amr that Yesh Zika? Why tell us this case that now we have to learn from there? Oh, it must be that he holds Yesh Zika. Just simply state Yesh Zika. The Gemara answers, If he would have said very clearly Yesh Zika, I would have thought there's only Zika when there's one brother waiting for Yibam. I will betray, but if there's two brothers, Ain Zika, then we might say Ain Zika. And the Ma'an Armor that holds Yesh Zika 
holds Yeh Zika, even if there's two brothers. The Gemara asks, Vahaki Pligi, Betray Pligi. When they argue about Yeh Zika or Ein Zika, they argue even when there's two brothers. So it wouldn't have been a problem to say that. The Gemara says, You're right, we have a totally different suggestion. If we would have said explicitly Yeh Zika, I would have thought that there's only Zika when they're still alive, when the Shemeres Yavim is still alive. But if the Shemeres Yavim dies, I would say that her Zika just completely disappears and there's no Zika anymore and that the Yavim would be allowed to marry her mother. The Zika doesn't just disappear, and even after Shemaris Yavim dies, there still is a Zika there. So I'm going to try to use this mission that we quoted previously as a raya for this Shita. Let's say we have a raya. Yavim Shemesa, the Mishnah says that if his Yavama died, Mother Bachaisa is allowed to marry her sister. Bachaisa in Be'imaloi, he's only allowed to marry the sister and not the mother. We see from here, Yeh Zika, he's not allowed to marry the mother of his Shemaris Yavim after she dies. The Gemara says it's not a raya who had enough feel be'ima. It's possible that he's even allowed to marry the mother and that really ain't Zika. Since the Rish of the Mishnah had said that if his wife died, he's allowed to marry her sister. He's only allowed to marry the sister, but he's not allowed to marry the mother. Because his mother-in-law always has Isr to marry him. So Tarnami Seifa, that's why the Seifa also said that he's allowed to marry the sister, and even though that implies that he's not allowed to marry the mother, it's very possible that he would be allowed to marry the mother, because it's possible to say in that Mishnah that ain't Zika, there's no riot from that Mishnah, whether Yesh Zika or ain't Zika, we're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow, continuing to talk about Yesh Zika or ain't Zika, for now, everyone should have a wonderful day.